Welcome to the Game Changer 00100 show. I'm your host, Game Changer. And we have a very, very special guest today. Uh, we have Mr. Nuclear Physicist um, here with us, Mr. Navy, whatever you want to call the brother. You know, he's here to uh, talk about his experience uh, from going viral and, um, yeah, and basically just going from a guy who was messing around, playing Call of Duty, you know, with some friends, uh, got a bet, lost a bet, but, you know, turned out that he won a lot more. So very interesting story. It's, um, um, it's, it's rare and unique. Now, I want to start off by saying, well, actually, I have a couple questions, and then I want to really get deep into it. So in an interview that you had with Melly, she, you mentioned something like, you know, we're on two different levels. Now, what exactly is meant by that? I'm curious. Um, well, when I said that there can't really be bad blood between two different levels, right. we're at two different stages in our life, yeah. right? There can't really um, we Sorry. are, I am at a point in my life where I, I'm already financially secure. I'm not worried <laughs> about that. I'm already, you know... I have someone that I, I look out for, that I provide for, that I, I care about a lot. I'm already at a point where I'm looking for, now that I have the foundation, I'm looking to build upon that foundation further. While this, this woman, I think her name is like Leah, I'll say Leah, was more at a point in her life where she was still getting her education, still looking for um, security and well, she doesn't have that person that she's she cares for yet. So we're at two different stages of life. There's not really comparing like our lifestyles. There's not really a comparison. We're at two different levels. So if either of us were to to kind of like take jabs at each other like we did at the interview, there's not necessarily going to be bad blood there because A, we know we're just messing around and B, because we're, we're not at a point where there's a, a competition to be had. Okay. So um, part of that is I, I want to dig into that just a little bit um, because you say that she's still in school and she's still getting her education. Now, um, is that really a different stage, especially, you know, when you're in your, when you're in your, you know, mid to late twenties, is that really like a, you see a person who's educating a, in a different stage in their life or would you, were you not with your girlfriend, would you date a college student? I guess is my question. No, I, I have no problem with dating a college student. What I'm saying is more along the lines of there's when someone is going for um, like college before their career, right? They're at a stage where their mindset is different from someone who kind of already did the education that they need to get into their career. Like someone who is already in their career has a different mindset than someone who is still studying to get that career. So she's in nursing school. She was studying to become a nurse. I already did all of my studies to get my certification for pharmacy. I already have that behind me. If I choose to go, um, like I said, I'm, I'm studying to become a uh, commissioned officer. Right. That's that's something extra that I decided to do. I have that option. She's currently in her main studies where I'm more in like a secondary phase. Got there's you. um there's a different kind of uh, area at play there. Got you. And you say that you're in different stages also because of 
like a maturity level regarding relationships. Like, um, you know, you, you have been in a relationship for the past two years and she's looking and she's probably not really seriously considering, or at least she implied that on the show that she's not as relationship minded as you are. Um, at right. This stage. Is that part of the different level thing that you. Right. Like I said, I've, I already have someone that I, I care for that I, I want to provide for. That's two years of progress that I've cemented myself in. A lot of the times, uh, like on the Melanie King show, um, you know, she said most 19 year olds aren't going to look to settle down. I'm kind of already in that mindset where I'm like, I don't really I'm not looking for more than what I already have. This is the girl that I chose to be with. I don't need to, to keep searching. That's not something that I, I need. So that's a different stage of life completely when you already have someone that you found that you're comfortable with and you want to stay with. I got you. Okay. And um, another part, you, you apologized because your girlfriend isn't black. Well, why did you feel that you owed Melody, uh, Melly <clears throat> and her guest an apology? I'm curious. It was sarcastic. Okay. Okay, I did not pick up on that. I was like, why is he apologizing? But I have a bit of like, um, I, I, I do, I do have that effect where sometimes I, I, people can't tell if I'm joking or not. I got you. I got you. Okay, so what was the kind of pushback? Because apparently the way you reacted was that people overreacted about the race of your girlfriend. So what was some of the reaction from just the general public like? What I do. A lot of people were saying that um, because of the environment that I was raised in, that I was like whitewashed and there was like no chance that I would have have a, a black woman um, as my partner. Um, that isn't the case, actually. I have had in the past um, a black partner. It, um, it didn't work out, obviously, but it has nothing to do with the fact that I have anything against black women. But I did get a lot of people saying oh, there's no way that he would date a black lady or um, he's definitely dating a, like a white girl or a white girl snatched him up in college, which I did reply to that comment. And I said, no, she she snatched me up in high school. Um, but there's it's just that thing where a lot of people do actually seem to care about the the race of my girlfriend, which I, I mean, I find interesting. I don't see it as like negative. I just like I wonder why that's um, like a concern to people. Yeah, it really shouldn't. Um, as as far as you can tell, the people who complain are they older? Are they younger? Are they black? Are they? They're white? most. They are most certainly older, and okay. a lot of it is black women saying that there's no way that I'm dating a black woman. So older so black that, women are that demographic. Asking, yeah. So older black women are asking younger men. Um, they're concerned with the race of women that you're dating. Now that's interesting because I'm right. older and I get that too. Well, I don't get that exactly, but I do get from black women um, in my age group or in their thirties or something. I'm in my early forties. Um, I do get like, you look like you only date white women. Um, and I always kind of wrote it off as this is their way to see if I am interested in dating them. Right. Because it It does. It does feel like it comes off that way. Right, right. So you get that feeling too. Yes. But they're but as older black women, that's that's their come online, that's their pitch to you, like, hey, um, do you only date white women? And I guess if you say no, they're like, Okay, well, he's open to dating me because from their point of view, men date based on race. Like Which oh, is odd. 
Yeah, I, it is very I odd. don't really yeah. understand that. Yeah, I agree. Okay, um, let's see. Um, okay, moving on. So you got, I didn't understand, and I said on my first video about what transpired with you, why this got so much attention. Um, guys get rejected all the time, and yeah. especially on the pineapple show. And right. you're not the first one. More handsome guys were rejected. Um, guys at MIT were rejected. Wealthy guys were rejected. But people seem to have zeroed into this particular scenario. And what are your thoughts on that? Why do you believe that that is the case here? Because to me, like, I think that she pineapple, maybe like 60 other guys that same night. So like, why did they say, oh, I can't believe you shot this guy down? I mean, is that their way of saying that I wouldn't have shot him down? Um, even though guys are saying this, which is, you know, a whole different story. But why do you think your situation got so much attention? Because I know that you didn't expect it. Yeah, no, I definitely did not expect it. Um, so I actually, I don't understand it quite myself. When I did talk to uh, Melanie King about it, she said that it was kind of the, uh, the perfect storm between me being attractive um, looks-wise, mm -hmm. as well as seeming more professional and having a, um, it's like having a good job, uh, a stable personality, and on top of that, being physically attractive, all of those together makes you seem um, what she would describe as a Chad. When I asked her what she meant by that, she said having all of the qualities that women look for. So I think it's the perfect storm of that that I believe people contend the rejection of, um, which I, I personally don't agree with because I don't really see myself as too great. But um apparently that's what she was saying is what got people riled up was the fact that not only did I have um, like looks, I, I would say, but also um, like a decent personality and also the, um, the job to go with it. But Do I don't understand it completely. Okay. Okay. Do you think that um, she may have sensed that you weren't taking it seriously and um, that you wouldn't take her seriously? Because there may have been some insecurity on her side and you weren't taking it seriously. So she could have been picking up on that. And maybe she was like, uh, he's he's not really into me. He's probably not into black girls. No, I'm going after. But, you know, do you think that that may have been a factor in it? I, I would say that I would have to disagree with that, that sentiment. Um, honestly, the thing that I noticed is the way her, her body language was, was that I'm not paying attention to her specifically when I'm talking. And so I believe that she either, A, truly thought I was boring, which makes sense, because I wasn't trying to be exciting or B she was intimidated by the job because like I said, she immediately became combative over the fact that people were saying that, why would you reject a nuclear physicist? And that's why she brought up her own profession. There is no reason that you would bring up your own profession to come back at uh, someone else's profession 
unless you had something like some factor that you believe had to be compared between the two. There would be no other reason for you to try to one up something unless you knew that there was something to be one upped. So you didn't buy that either when her justification for, you know, saying that I'm in nursing school and something like that. Like what I got when she said that was more of the sense that I don't need a financially stable man because I am becoming financially stable myself. Now, on when she when she returned to the show, she played it off as something else like, oh, no, I was just saying that so people don't assume that I'm a bimbo. But that's not how it came right. off and that's not how it was stated. So it's definitely not how she said it originally. Right. Right. OK. So you and I both agree that maybe that was a there there, but it does seem as though she's interested in leveraging um, you know, the men that she interact with. But what I mean by not taking it seriously, um, and you kind of uh, restated that, is that you weren't as into her as she would like for you have to have been. Definitely um, not. Yeah, and, and that came across. So I think that that may have went into the decision of Pineapple because, you know, let's face it, she she went on and she this was her center of attention moment, whether she was there seriously looking for a mate or she was there to see how many guys she can reject in, in an hour but right. she 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 i don't think that she got what she wanted from you immediately you wasn't enamored by her no. appeal Sorry, um, that she has it's a so, little hot in, it's a little hot yeah. in my room so yeah no works you know so she wasn't she wasn't impressed by the um or you weren't impressed by the you weren't impressed the same way that all the other guys were. And I think that that went into her immediate decision. So, right. so um, after looking in the chat, and this is what prompt, this is another thing that prompted me to make the first video was that um, you went back and then you said to her, uh, or you said to the audience, like, look, um, it's not, you actually defended her against the audience that was hostile towards her you know, um, defended her occupation or her future occupation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and at that point, even prior to that, it really was apparent that you did not have a care in the world about this whole, about being pineapple. And the world seemed to have cared on your behalf. So, which I, yeah, that was another thing that I found kind of, um, kind of interesting was that I even, I even came back on to be like, it's not, I literally said, quote, it's not that serious and they still kind of went with no it's it's serious so that's um i i don't know there's a, actually a pretty pretty big issue with the internet getting mad on other people's behalves that's definitely a thing that exists exactly exactly well i i, I don't know i think that and this is just from my audience and you know the conclusion i came to i think that they were under the impression, this is why I label videos like, you know, um, nuclear physicists is winning. I think that they were under the impression that you were a loser when it comes to relationships with um, women. And this was like your only hope, like, oh, you need to get at this chick. And she just was your last hope of ever losing your virginity at 27. Like, and oh man, 27. That, that, that was a takeaway. 
And, you know, I made the video like I'm not getting the vibe from this guy. Like, I get the feeling that he's going to win regardless and that you guys may be projecting something else onto him that's not really there, you know. And I was right. Let's face it. I was right. I was like, listen, you know, and you know, you have a whole girlfriend and stuff. You're not really thinking about this girl. She's not on your level. And that's that's just the end of that. So people took it seriously on your behalf. Um, do you? Well, I don't want to say that. I don't. No, say go that. ahead. Um, Ask the question. It's not really. It's more of a statement. Um, oh, OK. I think that there exist people who do have the trouble that you don't have. Um, and they figure, okay, if this guy has problem penetrating, you know, <clears throat> the shell of this woman, then I'm definitely not going to have an opportunity. I, I kind of got that feel from the reaction. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely, um, I actually made that comment myself. Um, I can't remember when I, uh, when I said it, but I definitely, I said it more blatantly than you did. I said, well, a lot of people I think feel that if a fucking nuclear physicist isn't able to get, um, you know, a girl, how the fuck is someone who, you know, didn't study any kind of physics, didn't go and become a doctor, didn't become a lawyer. How the fuck are we expecting the average person to get um, a decent girl if people like fucking... Albert Einstein are getting fucking rejected. Lawyers are getting rejected. Like it, it does. It fucking impacts the way people view things. It, it has to impact the way people view things. If I saw fucking Tom Holland get rejected by, I don't know, fucking prime Lindsay Lohan. Shit, I don't have a chance in the fucking world. I, I don't. It, uh, people have that mentality. It's, it's the way things have always been. You see things that happen and you go off of that example because you uh, observed that example. Okay. Um, yeah, I definitely agree with that. But I think that, and well, let me ask this first. Were you rejected prior to your current relationship? Have you ever hit on a woman and she said no? She pineapple you in real life? <clears throat> I had one that rejected me and then three years later came back and uh asked me out okay what you did some push-ups or sit-ups or something like what changed when i was when i was 14 no 13 when i was 13 i weighed 90 pounds when mm -hmm. i was 14 and i got onto the freshman football team uh, i worked out the entire summer came back 145 pounds okay so okay. that's uh, that definitely had something to do with it. Exactly. So, yeah, fellas, if you maybe hitting the gym would help with that situation and you get it does. Less. Yeah. Like I said, um, like I said last night on the Melanie King show, it is there are things that are going to be outside of your control, like your height, True. your the color of your skin, the way your hair um, is, if it's straight, wavy, curly, whatever. However, there are things you can do to increase your odds. You can work out. You can study, become smarter, talk to people, get more used to talking to people. If you're able to converse with people, I promise you, even if the odds only increase by 0.5%, in the real life where 0.5% is the difference between success and failure, take the extra 0.5%. It is literally objectively true 
that an extra 0.5% is better than not having an extra 0.5%. Increase your odds. Increase your odds. That's all you have to do. True. Um, some would argue that it's a lot of work for a small difference in results. Um, you know, you are obviously a very disciplined and structured person, um, but people who don't enjoy things like karate in the gym as much as you, they would argue that, okay, wait a minute, I'm putting in all of this work for this much return and ah, it's probably not worth it. Maybe I'll just buy some shoes and hope she likes that. Here's, here's what I will say to that. Okay. The biggest problem with this generation, not only my generation, the generation before me also has a little bit of this issue, but my generation especially has this issue. We are so used to everything being right at our fucking fingertips that we refuse to put in effort to do anything and get any kind of success. You will not succeed if you fail to start and commit to what you want. Everyone wants to know, right? So, Because I don't know if y'all know. Um, I already admitted to this multiple times. The only reason I said I was 27 was so I didn't get pineappled in the first five seconds. I'm 19. Everything else, the nuclear physicist stuff, pharmacy stuff, it's all true. How did I get that at, at 19, at 18? I got certified at 17 in pharmacy. How did I do it? I put in the effort for something that I wanted because I didn't want to be average. You have to make a conscious decision. Even if it is a lot of effort, a lot of effort. I promise you, you're still going to get a better chance of success. You might only gain five pounds of muscle. That five pounds of muscle makes you look better than the person who doesn't have that five pounds of muscle. That's an increase in odds. You might study for hours and only learn a few basic facts about anything. Those, those few basic facts might impress somebody who didn't know those basic facts. The foundations that you can receive by putting in actual effort are foundations that you can build upon later that people notice. People notice when you put in effort. You might not even get results sometimes. Sometimes you hit a plateau, but people still see the effort that you put in and that effort changes your personality. Game Changer talked to me about discipline. He said, I'm a disciplined person. Putting in effort creates discipline. Effort over time is what discipline is. Discipline is the embodiment of how much effort you put in and what you're willing to sacrifice. Time, energy, um, chances and opportunities. You are sacrificing some things for other things. You have to sacrifice energy and effort to get what you want. Have to. There's no other way. Even if, even if the opportunity is right in front of you, you still have to accept the opportunity. You have to put in effort to accept the opportunity. So you might as well increase your odds by just a little bit, even if it's a lot of effort. That's still a better chance of success. Success is success. A, a lower chance of success is a lower chance of success. Mm -hmm. Even if you, Even if it's a little bit higher to get that chance of success, that's still a chance to be successful. I would take that every day, every day. Yeah, no, I definitely see what you're saying. Like if you are a half a second faster, that's the difference between a gold medal and, Olymp and a um, silver medal in the Olympics. Every you know? day. Every so, day. 
or a bronze medal and no medal at all. So no, I definitely um, understand the importance of that. Um, now, I was under the impression, and the chat room was saying this too, that you were 27. Um, I don't know where I got that from. Maybe that's her age. The and original clip, right? So mm -hmm. in the original Pineapple show, she had an age limit of, I believe, 25 to talk to her on that show. And since I lost the bet, I couldn't just go on, say I'm 19 and get off. That's be, that would be the easy way out. And it wouldn't fulfill the terms of the bet that I set up initially. Okay. We said that like I had to be on there for at least like a minute or some gotcha. shit like that. Okay. So I said I was 27 just because I, I didn't want to say 20. If I said 25, she would have been like, oh, he looks a little bit young. Maybe he's aging up. So I was like, fuck it, 27. Well, it would be suspicious if you said the exact minimum age that's that's required. Yeah. And I even say it in there. I'm like, I know I look young. I'm 19. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that clears that up to the people who's like, you know, oh, he lied. Yeah, he lied to meet the conditions of the bet. You know, I'm pretty sure he would have lied about having a girlfriend because that is what he's doing. He's, he's appearing on the show to present a certain image that will make the conversation last. You know, I actually never even said that I was single or that I was. Well, but that it didn't video. come up. It didn't come yeah, up. Yeah, it didn't. You know? It didn't come up. Yeah. So, no, I definitely understand. And it really seemed like um, on the return show, she didn't care if you were single or not. She was she was then like, you know, oh, yeah, we should go paintball. And it's like, really? That's, you know, classic female. If I can take your man away from you that just makes me better than you. It's a, that's a thing that they actually like younger women do that. They actually mm -hmm. do. I have ever since this happened, I have people entering my DMS all the time. Yeah. I know you're, I know you're not single, but and it's always a, but it, they have like this thing about like competing for, for men. I don't, Absolutely. I don't really know what it is. I don't know Absolutely. what it is. It's uh, it's wanting to be top Nana It's basically like, um, I am the top chick. I am better than this chick. Um, I knew someone yeah. who, when Chris Rubber was seeing Tyra Banks, that's how old I am. A certain um, sense of satisfaction or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, her being a groupie to Chris Webber at the time made her feel more attractive than Tyra Banks, which is odd. Um, but no, I definitely am familiar with that mentality. So, you know, it's, it's yeah. Um, but I, I think that she... In this case, I think that she had like a renewed interest um, because also there was a lot of clout that went around your situation yeah. and your name and everything like that. And there would be more clout if the two of you were to go paintballing. It's like, oh, you know, maybe this is going to be like a new YouTube a match made on the Pineapple Show type deal. I, I, you know, there's a ton of things that that could have been going through her mind. But Listen, definitely she ignores the fact that uh, you're not really available that way. The more I think about it, mm -hmm. I, it would absolutely be unfair for me to enter that paintball match. <laughs> absolutely. I, they're, I'm competitive as fuck on the field. As fuck. I'll be, I'll be, it could be rainy as shit. The grounds are muddy. I'm crawling through the mud right behind you. Put it to your neck. Put, put, put. No, fuck. I'm, I'm a demon on the field. Demon on the field. I love violent war games. Love violent war games. Yeah. Um, 
I do too. Um, I've been paintballing before. I haven't done that. What's that new thing with the, it's not as hard as paintballs. It's like the little white dots or something. I have no idea. I don't play that. I think it's like gel ball though. Okay. All right. Somebody said something interesting. He definitely needs to prefix the reason before he starts to lie. No, he don't. No, he don't. That's the whole reason behind a lie. If I'm getting pulled over and the officer say, do you know how fast you were going? I say, okay, before I lie, I'm lying to you because I don't want to get a ticket. Who prefixes their lie? Like <laughs> the whole, that doesn't make, what the, what the hell was that? Officer, I want, is this stock? Officer, before I tell you that, I just want you to know that like, I really like cars, so. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, did you see that stop sign? Like, well, the reason that I'm going to lie to you is because I seen it and I'm going to lie about not seeing it. What the hell is a prefix to a lie? And you know, stop... I really don't want to go to jail, officer. Yeah, exactly. And stop with the don't lie to women or stuff like that. So there's a rule that some guys have to where I don't have to lie to listen. Sometimes it's necessary. For whatever reason, whether it's a bet or whether you want to sleep with her and she only sleeps with Scorpios and you're oh, not a Scorpio. Scorpios? Oh, I love that. Yeah. So oh, it, I have no problems lying to somebody like that. It's her fault for only wanting to sleep with Scorpios is the way I look at it. You know, so stop trying to badger the guy for lying. All right. Let me ask you this. Um, which ethnicity of women, hold on. Which ethnicity of women or which race of women is most interested in you? And I'm talking about prior to this, because I think that wow. you probably got an influx of um, Black women after this. But prior to this, um, which group of women do you get the most choosing signals from? Wow. Um, that's a great question. Honestly, prior to this, I... Well, think about that for a second, because I want to respond to this. Just not okay. your age. He is legal. He is legal. He is legal. He, nobody's going to go to jail for messing with him. He lies. If I'm, he on a, I'm on that young gravy grind is, is what I'll, I'll say to that. Yeah, exactly. Is don't what, what is wrong with you? Like, oh, about his age. I did the same thing at that age. So, yeah, that's what you do. I also did the same thing at 30, but in the opposite direction. That's just what you do sometimes. I think um, I think the the most attracted race that is attracted to me prior to this would probably have been Hispanic or Caucasian. Okay. I, I think. Um, I definitely have had some some Asians. Um, but I've only ever had two black girls that were interested in me that I'm aware of. Well, if you're young and you probably come from a place where it's not many black uh, girls, yeah, that's a decent number. I mean, or am I wrong? Like, I mean, you know, you probably, what the hell? I mean, am I wrong in that regard? Here, I'm going to turn this off. I'm sorry, could you repeat that? Yeah. Uh, so um, you're young, meaning that, you know, to, you know, over the span of between when you first started dating and 19. Um, and you probably come from a place where it's not that many black girls. 
Um, I wouldn't say that there aren't that many black women where I'm from. I think it stems more from a fact that um, the demographic in school, right? You have to consider that there are different levels of education, even within public schools. So there was there was level. And then we had in Texas, it's it's called AP, which means advanced placement. No, I, within the yeah. demographic, within the social demographic of our school, we had less African-American women in um, advanced placement. Um, and that's not like a bias towards them. That's just an observation that I had was there weren't very many within my classroom. So I didn't have a lot of attention from that demographic in class because there weren't that many of them to begin with. So um, it was because of the class. So primarily, that's is that where you met your girlfriend in an AP course? Um, actually, no, my current girlfriend. Uh, so I was hanging out with one of my my female friends. We were at a birthday party and she takes a picture of me and she puts it on her story. And on her story, my current girlfriend slid up and said, he's kind of cute, though. So she shows us she shows us uh, the picture of that girl calling me cute, my current girlfriend calling me cute. And I tell him or I tell I tell her. Uh, give me your Instagram. So I go to her Instagram and I say, he is kind of cute though. And then from there, we've just been together. Okay. That's, that's how that works out. So race isn't a factor at all. You know, um, black girls had the same chances that they did. They just so happened to not be an AP or not be in the right place at the right time and, you know, saying the right thing. Right. Were you not with your girlfriend? would you have considered something from what you know about the the woman on the pineapple show would you have considered um her as a candidate provided that you didn't meet her on the pineapple show that i didn't meet her on the pineapple show i yeah, have no idea or she hit you in the gms or something like that so what i will say is that i have the common experience that people act better when being broadcast or advertised than they do in real life. So considering the way that she was acting on the pineapple show, no, I do not believe that if I met her in real life that I would perceive her as a love interest in any way. Now, that's interesting. I would assume worse. Um, in fact, I still believe that it's worse. Tell me, why do you feel people act better? And this comes from watching reality TV, you know, watching uh, young women and sometimes even young men behaving in a way that they should never behave in public. So I, I just assume that the camera made the worst or brought the worst out in people. Um, I, I would say I have to disagree. And the reason why is that I just about 20 minutes before I came on to this show, I was recording a video and the topic of the video was a panel where we were deciding whether or not people's societal values can be increased or decreased based on their actions. And the conclusion we came to was a unilateral yes, that when being broadcast or advertised, what you do affects the way that people perceive you. So especially when you're on live TV in front of thousands or dozens of thousands of people, you are more likely to put your best face forward even if it's completely against who you are. 
So there's and everyone does it. Everyone tries to to look at least a little bit better than they do when they're lounging on their couch, stuffing themselves with Cheetos or something. It's just um, it's an instinct to look good in front of others. Um, do I find her physically attractive? The lady on the pineapple show. If I had to rate her from one to ten, because I'm not too like scared of rating people objectively i would probably say i would rate her about a six and a half physically okay um now people especially people who are close to high school have a tendency to um making seven the average um do you consider seven or five the average i consider i honestly i couldn't tell you what i see the average is and the only reason why i say that is because i don't i haven't seen every girl right but normally i would say that i would consider like my standards average to be about a six okay so she's slightly above average yeah got you okay so well there you have it so maybe if when a woman is slightly above average, it means that he would provide it that a well above average option isn't available at the time. That's typically what that means. And um, other people agree that uh, they would give her that rating as well. Okay, so um, have you had conversations? And I know that your girl's watching this. Um, have you had conversations um, with any of the females who displayed interest friendly conversations friendly conversations with people that have dm'd me yeah yeah okay they they come on they talk to me they're just like hey one guy even came on and it wasn't even a girl it was just a guy he was like hey i saw you on the melanie king show like don't worry about a lot of the guys a lot of them are just um upset about the fact that you have arguments to give against some of the things melanie says because they like melanie and they would do anything for her i i talk to people that dm me I'm not like, I wouldn't consider myself famous enough to the point where I would ignore people who DM me. Okay. Now, let me ask this. And you definitely didn't ignore me, so I appreciate that. So um, somebody asked, um, are, were you talking about Melly? No, you weren't. Absolutely not. Melly so is what gorgeous Melly beyond compare. Quote. Okay, what, what does Melly get? Easily a nine. Easily nine. Okay, now I had disputes with other YouTubers. Okay. What do Melody King get? Melanie King. <clears throat> I love a professional lady. I have to give her a 9.5. Oh, love so you a give, professional lady. So love you give, a professional lady. Well, they're both professionals. Right, but I see. I see as I see Melly's demeanor as more of a, a lighthearted upbeat, whereas I see a Melanie King's more of an intellectual professionalism. Okay, let me see if I understand where you're, where you're coming from, because this is this is interesting. Now, I'm assuming your girl is around your age, right? My girl is actually older than me by five months. Okay, fair enough. Um, and Melody King is literally twice your age, and Correct. that's. That's not a deterrent at all because she's professional. Like I yeah. said, I'm on that I'm on that young gravy mindset. Like older women, not a deterrent at all. At mm -hmm. all. 
Wow, that is interesting. That is interesting. Okay, so um, ask and you shall tell. All right, so since then you you come back, you got a bunch of you got a bunch of girls and you know some guys who are just you know like on on some keep your head up stuff. Um, you know they're all hitting you in the DMs and you you find out that you know this is the center of everything. Where do you see yourself going with this? Like, how are you going to ride this into the future? Because I've noticed that you were on um, you were on Melly Monaco's show yesterday, and I didn't I didn't see I didn't see the whole portion that you did. I just seen that you were talking to the woman there, who by the way doesn't really look much like her Instagram photo, but um, that's a separate they thing. Never, but they never do. They never do. They never. They do. rarely ever do. You know, Photoshop, filter, makeup, everything. They yeah. But that being said, um, are you going to be, as you stated, a reoccurring guest if it's allowed or or what? Are you going to go on yourself and, you know? Um... So on the Pineapple Show, um, I plan to the reason why I want to be a recurring character on the Pineapple Show is more so that I can get an understanding of the modern woman's perspective. From there, I go to the Melanie King Show in order to get um more of an opinion from a female perspective uh of in like a, a generation before me on how they view what's going on with with modern women as well my goal right is to kind of try to get to understand modern women so that i can help men to get what they want not only in relationship but also um, you know, advice on how to go for what they want as like a career, like I said, like um, effort, putting in what they want for their body goals, career, um, studies, just everything. Like I want to I like helping people because I also like when I help someone, I'm learning more about the people around me. If I help someone, I end up learning about them. And my sister is on. Holy shit. You can't name drop me. God damn, my sister just came and posted my first name for real. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, uh, somebody get rid of that. No, no, you don't have to. Um, for those of you that I'm a medical professional, so my name is public anyways. For those of you that don't know, and this is the only place I'm going to say my name. My name is Tyon Davis, CPHT. So Kim Davis, the one that said that's so interesting, Tyon, that is my sister, my older sister. Okay. There you go. So V Scott came through to support. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, C Gully, appreciate the super sticker. Thanks a lot. And let's see. Um, nice to see a lot of people in the house tonight. Uh, let's give Game Changer some support. Um, greatly appreciate it. Greatly appreciate the support and the suggestions that others do. Um, yeah, those who take that suggestion, I greatly appreciate it. I got to be honest with you. I was on the Melly Monaco side. Um, I like almond eyes. I like full lips. Um, and I love her accent. I love her accent. I was seeing somebody with a West African accent didn't do anything for me. I love Melly's. So, for, for those of you trying to date my sister, she's married. What the hell? <laughs> just letting so, you all know. For those of you who are trying to date a sister, uh, you just got pineappled. Yeah, facts. Y'all got viral. pineappled the shit out of. Like, it was automatic. Also, yeah. she's my sister, so fuck you. 
I know it's like no no boundaries or bro code or nothing. It's just like ooh, <laughs> not at ooh. all, not at all. God damn. Wait, I don't see. Uh, yeah, I ruined the phone. Oh, wait a minute. The uh, come on, guys. Show some level of not thirst. Show some level of not thirst in this. You see a blue K or you see a white K with a with a in a blue circle, and you like, ooh, I want some of that. What? Come on, dude. Show some. Show some restraint. Now, that being said, why do you think it is? And this isn't me shooting against uh, what Melly's doing. Um, But why? Okay, put it like this. Other than yourself, who was calling for fun, the men who call into the show, do you think that they take it more seriously than they should? 100%. Okay. 100%. Elaborate on that. There's there's no need for, for that question to even go further because I know for a fact that men are not as opposed to risking humiliation in order to get something that they want, especially when it comes to a potential partner. It is so much easier for men to risk humiliation than it is for women. And we do well, it all the time. We're used to it. Um, yeah, not we're used to humiliation, it. but we're used to the rejection a lot more than women. Absolutely. And at this point, at rejection at this scale is humiliation. Rejection no, in I front agree. of thousands of people is humiliation. Absolutely. I agree. You know, humiliation is, you know, public degradation. And you have to feel like you're of a certain grade to not want to be degraded, if that makes sense to you. Right. Um, I think that a lot of guys don't really see it that way. They like, you know, I really didn't lose anything. I mean, I think that they're looking at it like a free lottery ticket. Right. You know, um, in the sense that, okay, um, why not scratch it? Because if I win, then I win big. And if I lose, I don't really lose anything monetarily. I just lose a moment of time, which on the surface could be the case. But there is the factor. And then there's another factor you're kind of playing into the ego of someone who probably shouldn't, you, you probably shouldn't be playing into their ego. You know, you're kind of taking a person who's a, as you stated, 6.5 and making them feel like a 9.5, at least for that moment. Um, right. You know, which you contributed to, even though because you lost the bet, the punishment was to be slightly humiliated. So I get that. Um, however, and this is interesting. You're one of the few people that I know of that ever had the opportunity to deflate the ego, which you did in the last interview. Her ego went from I am the pineapple princess to, you know, yeah, I'm just some person laughing at every joke, whether it's funny or not, to save face and trying to go paintballing with a guy in a relationship. So the ego change there was drastic. I have to say it was drastic. And uh, well, first, let me ask this. And then we'll talk about the ego change because um, you're studying the nature of women. And that's a obvious, you know, that's an obvious like uh, cheat sheet to the midterm or final. So she said, you won't get to talk to me like that. And um, in the beginning, when you was like, OK, now you may speak. And I and wanted your finger in your temple like, you know, like. I wanted so much to say that I just did. 
I wanted to say that so much, but I held it back. Okay. I held it back. And that's what was going through your mind. Like, because she was saying, like, you won't in the future talk to me like that. And you kind of talked to her like that all throughout. So the entire time. While she laughed. Yes. So <laughs> were you like, oh, this is just how I'm going to continue to talk because you are, hold on, what's the quote? We're on two different levels. And no, the reason why I wanted to be especially confrontative, um, more so like doing a jab every now and then, was because I knew that if, had I not have done that, and had I kind of continued to, to give off the character of, well, I'm, I'm just a guy who's you know, educated and I, I know what I want. Had I done that, it would have served to help nobody in that situation. It would have served to essentially say that being educated forces you to restrain yourself and how things come across you. It is one thing to, to understand being disrespected and to let it slide. It is another thing to represent a group of people who have feel disrespected and then do nothing because then multiple people feel disrespected and it's not just you. So I, I played to the crowd a bit there in order to kind of push the message that you can't sit there and disrespect a group of people in front of dozens of thousands of people and expect it to have no repercussions. Okay. Okay. And so you basically, this was retaliation for her behavior while she was on the show. Is that what you're saying? To an extent, I didn't want to make it animus. So instead of being animus, I decided to make jokes instead mm -hmm. of just outright being like a dick now you failed at that all right um but that's okay i liked it um now that's a lot different than how you felt like immediately following the show when you were actually pineapple you it was more like you know hey leave this girl alone she's you know she don't deserve the ridicule that she was given and you know after boot camp you know, things changed and be like. <clears throat> yeah. In, in boot camp, you learn to take disrespect a little bit differently. And okay. while I was on the pineapple show, I didn't actually feel disrespected. I didn't actually feel disrespected until well, she was at the interview. I was. I was disrespected, but I didn't take it as such. I didn't take it as such until I saw the interview with her and a few other people where I was called corny and boring. Oh. Right. Oh, so the disrespect came after because when I looked at the show, I just seen it as, you know, they're not compatible. And really, she's probably not taking it seriously anyway. I did not assume that you had a girlfriend and you weren't taking it seriously either. But you know, I just said it's not compatible and moved on. And there were people saying that she's only in the bad boys and stuff, even though the guys that she gave most time, the most time to didn't really seem like bad or good. You know, one was a student, the other one was a cook or something like that. So, 
You know, I didn't right. get that vibe, but I was just like, okay, these are just two incompatible people. But, and I didn't see disrespect there, but no, she went on later and called you corny and lame from the 45 seconds. Oh, wait, did you make the minute? Did you, did you meet the criteria of the bet? I did. I did. Okay, great. So a guy that she talked to for a minute, she's <laughs> given assessments and things like that. Jesus. She's given assessments and things like that. I would have to say that, um, yeah, that kind of deserves retaliation, you know, like, so she called you corny and then appeared later and laughed at all of your jokes, which is corny, you know, but yeah, I see why. Uh, a lot of them weren't actual jokes. A lot of them was me just like responding how I would normally respond to that. Like if, if a girl actually did ask me to go to paintball, I would probably be like, I don't, I don't think my girlfriend would like me just going to paintball with another woman without like anyone else. Like it's, it, it, I would say that exactly how I said it to her. Like some of them were actually just my responses to what she was saying. Exactly. Everything is funny when a chick has an agenda. Like it's, it's to play to a man's ego of his sense of humor. And um, it wasn't really working on you for one. And for two, she really just got pineappled herself um, by throwing out the whole paintball thing. And, you know, you stating that, well, you know what she said. So yeah, so she got pineapple. She got reverse pineapple, um, which was an interesting change of dynamic. But also, um, she it, it seemed like, this is what I got from the interview yesterday, that she had a very clear agenda. She wanted to paint herself as this person who, you know, it's his fault because he, he wasn't substantive enough, you know, in the original interview. And whatever you said, she was going to say, now that I have this substance, now we can go out. Now there's a bit of arrogance to assume that you actually did, you know, want to, that that that, that was part of your agenda as well. It's, it's a little it's arrogant, a, yeah. Especially since before she even got on, I said that I was not sick, like not single at all. So for her to, to come on and state like, oh yeah, now we can go, like now I, I, I'll take you on a date, like, what <laughs> that doesn't even that doesn't even make sense like it's it's almost incomprehensible how ignorant she had to be to not only ask me on a date but acknowledge the fact that i'm not single and still be like oh yeah that doesn't really matter like wow like to my face to my face and to your girlfriend's face very likely yeah. to your girlfriend's face. Yeah. Yeah. That I was a little taken back by that. But then, and this goes into what you're studying, the nature of women. Um, well, there is a competition factor that you talked about before, but and then there's the um overinflated ego factor that uh, can't be ignored. And that comes from things like, you know, being on the pineapple show and shooting down you know, 100 guys with genuine interest in a matter of two hours. That has to do something unhealthy to the ego. And the results is what you just seen. Like, it's a feeling that um, most every man is available to me. It's just a matter of if I am accepting an invitation to paintball, you know, every man right. wants to paintball me. So, you know, um, I give him the opportunity. So, what you did was you took her out of that mindset. And I think that that's where the, the false laughter and things like, like, oh, I don't know what to do. Like, you know, 
Like, I wouldn't be surprised if she sneezed at that point. Like, I'm so confused. I don't know what reaction to give. So I'm just sneeze. Yeah, I don't. I don't think she had any other option but to to laugh. I don't think she had another option. Yeah. Any other option would have just solidified the character that the internet sees her as now. So there, there really wouldn't be any any other option. Okay. All right. So Jackie sent the super sticker. Thanks a lot. Greatly appreciate it. All right. And um, let me say, ask the young man if he heard of <clears throat> Elon Musk uh, proposed nuclear powered spacecraft to Mars. I think everybody heard of that. Um, I did not. If it happened while I was at boot camp, then I probably did not hear about it. Okay. Um, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of people like to to emphasis to put emphasis on the the regards that I was a nuclear physicist. Mm -hmm. um, for those of you that are unaware, um, I've had to say this a, a few times, but I relinquished my nuclear position enlistment in the Navy in order to um, go commission as a surface warfare officer. Um, so still going Navy. Um, I just want to commission as an officer instead of being enlisted. Okay, so I want to make something clear because I talked to some of your detractors. Um, so, just to be clear, you 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 were not trying to present yourself as a physicist PhD. Who absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely so, not. So, so yeah, when I say clear, nuclear yeah. physicist, when I say nuclear physicist, I studied and was a student of nuclear physics. So I fall under the definition of the word nuclear physicist. So I gave you the title that I rightfully have as a student of nuclear physics. Um, I actually, on the Melanie King show tonight, I will be presenting my nuclear papers um, that prove that I was in the nuclear program. But I in no way, in no way do I have any um, huge amount of knowledge on nuclear physics. I was a student of nuclear physics. I was mm -hmm. not as a profession, like a doctor of physics or a master of physics or a bachelor of physics, do not have a degree in nuclear physics, nor did I ever claim to have a degree in nuclear physics. Right. Just clearing that up because people, and I don't know why. Listen, if I see a guy lying to a woman, I shut up completely, you know? Like if I knew you personally and you wasn't with your girl and, you know, a woman says, hey, you know, he's cute, but he's young. And you just say you're 27. I'm not going to be the guy that says, you know, like, no, he's 19. I'm like, oh, well, hey, have at it. You know, meet my 27-year-old friend. So, like, I would kind of leave it at that. I don't know why. I, I don't know. You are getting very weird. Jesus. You are getting very weird pushback um, from both men and women. And I don't get it. Um, I get the black women and hoping that you date black women as well. And um, I think that they just, um, a lot of black women feel isolated, like they don't have access to a certain um, class of man. And that's what they do. They, they ca categorize men by class, socioeconomic, um, physical, you know, things like that. Um, just general overall value, uh, mate value. They feel that they don't have access to that or they have very limited access to that. So even though you might not right. be willing to date them individually, they would like to know that 
that's less true, that they do have some reasonable access to that class of men. So, um, right. Yeah. What's your what's your take on that? Have you have you come to that conclusion because you say you study women? So have you come to that conclusion in your personal life or am I off base um, or wrong? I do. Life? I have. I actually have come to that conclusion that a lot of a lot of women right now do feel isolated. And I actually did talk to I talked to Melanie King about that yesterday. From what I can tell, it is a matter of or from her perspective, it's a matter of modern feminism making women uh, become more masculine in how they act, which not only drives men away, but makes men hesitant to pursue the modern woman. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I assumed, I was under the impression, because it was the 90s when I was your age, I was under the impression that by now, modern feminism would have that younger women just say, listen, I have no part of this. I don't want any part of this. Before feminism, I was working in the house for four hours a day. After feminism, I'm working in the house and at work for a total of 14 hours a day. So I assume that by now, feminism would not be a problem, but you're saying that you, you see that just generally. Um, yes, it, it is a, it's a, it's a pretty general problem. Oh, to answer that. So instead of going to boot camp, will he be going through OCS? No. So I was already going to the university of Houston for business administration. Um, I will simply be going through ROTC and commissioning as an officer that way. So I won't actually be going to OCS. I'll be going through ROTC while I get another degree or while I get my degree. I will be um, going to so I'll have a degree and my ROTC for four years, and then I will commission through that. Okay, there you have it. So, um, so you're you're already at the university there in Houston, and um, with the remaining time, if you do ROTC, that you you will be a candidate for the officer program there. Well, actually, you can commission straight out of ROTC, from what I know. Okay. Actually, so you won't have to go through a candidate program. You have already done like four years of pretty much a preparation. Any specialty when you, because it's not nuclear physics, obviously, but I mean, any so specialty? The, the specialty is surface warfare officer. So later in the ranks, like once you get to like lieutenant commander, commander, captain, you can, the surface warfare officers command ships. Um, so the interesting thing about that is say, if I were to become an admiral, like a, a rear admiral, like Oh seven, mm-hmm. um, if I ever led a, a, um, nuclear carrier, I would have to go back to nuclear school and once again, become a nuclear physicist in order to lead that carrier. Well, there you so go. I, I would pretty much be back to where I started if I stayed in for like the entire 25, 30 years. Okay. I actually was in JROTC. It was a lot of fun. Um, my university didn't have um, ROTC as it applied to the Navy. We just had the, uh, what is it called? Um, AFROC, um, Air Force ROTC. We didn't have the Army one or the Navy one. 
So kudos to you that says, okay, all right, so you already responded to that one. Let me get to this other one. It says, do you got what it takes to command a starship? So what is he like, Captain Cisco now? Like, oh, I don't know. Um, I have no idea if I'm even qualified to to scrub the floor of a of any kind of space traveling machine. I let alone command one. Okay. So you cleared up a lot. I wasn't actually going to touch on that, but you know, people were saying, you know, he's pretending to be a nuclear physicist and Oh know, no, tonight Go tonight I will be bringing my papers onto the Melanie King show to prove that I was in the nuclear program for the Navy. Well, I mean, you gave your name, so you know, yeah, people can my check name to see well. if you are who you say you are, and pretty much outside of the age thing, which you know is reasonable well, I mean, in circumstances, you <clears throat> are who you say you are. Let me let me grab something for you. All right. That's that's actually um an interesting an interesting comment. If I am who I say I am. Now that I've given out my name, mm -hmm. I can now show you without blocking anything my certification in pharmacy, which I always have handy because well, I mean, you, know, you, you never know when you'll need it. I believe you, like, so it's, you know. So here's, here's the, the actual, here's the thing about me. okay. Here's the actual national certification. Okay. Right? And then here is my license in Texas. Okay, there you go. Y'all seen it here, hit the like button. Y'all seen it here, you know, he is who he says he is, so. So Brenda believes you. Actually, there was ladies in the chat. And I don't know if you heard this episode when I was talking about you, but there was ladies in the chat, you know, and I was like, listen, would you fuck this guy? And um, they all, I think that they're all above 30. They said, no, he's too young. At 27, they were saying this. So, you know, <laughs> now you're 19. Well, and they said that you look younger. So actually, I think one of them actually said you look 19. So, yeah, um, that was that was the response from her. Um, I, I do like have that. a channel. My channel is the same name as um, my name here, NS Crisis. You can put your link in the chat room. I think it's pinned up in the I chat think room. I, I think I did. I think I already sent it. Yeah. I'll send it again now. No, you're good because uh, his channel is linked in the chat. So go ahead and uh, click the top and subscribe to his channel. He has a lot of um, interesting stuff. So, and I'm about to wrap up because, you know, I know that you um, are probably pressed for time. You got to get ready for the Melody King show. Um, and you know, um, she's at 9.5. So I know you want to be ready. I don't, I don't think the Melanie King show is until seven or eight tonight. And it's okay. only three right now for me. You know, I'm going to be honest. I, um, rarely watch her show. I caught the one where the young lady was really looking to give you her virginity. Um, I caught that one. Um, and I get the feeling that she's going to be watching that episode. Um, um, I think she'll be on tonight, interestingly enough. Oh, so she's going to so be on gonna be, Yeah, that's, that's going to be, be interesting. I would like to talk to her um, just as like a person to person. So I actually, after that show, I tried to hit her in the DMs. You, um, you have her Instagram? Yeah, I'll give it I've to you. I've been looking for that everywhere and literally no one has given it to me. I'll give it to you. I even I even asked Melanie. I was like, "Bro, is there any way to like actually contact this person?" You know something? I should have did that earlier. I wasn't thinking. I should have um, given it to you earlier, and because um, I think she would respond if you hit her in the DMs, and I would have had both of you on the show. So, um, but you know, live and learn. But yeah, I'll give that to you. 
Right. Um, but nevertheless, it's good that she's going to be on with you in the Melody King show because she seems like a nice enough person. Um, would you say that you and her are on two different levels or, you know, would you give her the 6.5 or better? Um, from what I could say, from what I could see from her, like just as like a personality and like a like a looks perspective, um, I'd say about a seven, seven point eight, seven, eight, eight, like week eight, strong seven point seven five. Okay. So I'm trying to get into the mindset of the six point five. Because I think women know where they rank relative to other women. So she knows you have a girlfriend and she knows you have opportunities with women who are in an, an entire point above them. Why does she yeah. think she's going to do the paintball thing? This, this is your field of study in addition to many others. Why does she feel that the paintball thing was going to happen? Because regardless of objective reasoning, women are more emotional thinkers than men are. So regardless of objectional, like objective reasoning, like, even if I were to tell you, right, say, because it happens all the time, your girlfriend gets upset because of something that happens. As a man, I may try to calm her down and give her a solution. However, she's not necessarily worried about the solution. She's more upset that there's an issue to begin with. So while we might think, okay, let's get something done, they might they still have their feelings, right? So they, they can still be upset about something, even if it gets fixed, they still might be upset that there is an issue. So we don't, we don't really think about that because we, we think we're used to, there's a problem, solve it, move the fuck on. Mm -hmm. It's not that it's not that it's not the same for them, but it's the way they think is different from the way we think, which is why we should try to at least take an understanding of how they think in order to benefit ourselves. But a lot of us don't think that way. I agree. I agree. Okay. So somebody said he's trying to shoot a shot. That's weird. Um, it's a weird thing to say in public. I mean, it's, I am don't ask questions like that. Um, I, I, I will simply say that I understand am, the concept yeah. of um, committed relationships or even relationships where even if he wasn't, he, what is he going to say here? What the fuck is wrong? Why, why would you ask that? I will, I will simply say that I am not attracted to Anna romantically because I don't know Anna as a person. I have no reason to act off of seeing her on a show one time for me to shoot my shot at someone like that i don't shoot my shot at someone i do not know i will talk to somebody and then from there i'll decide whether or not i like them enough to actually pursue them provided that you're not in a relationship of course provided that i'm not in a relationship of course yeah so well there you have it there you have it fellas it says congratulations on passing the nuclear engineering test i passed it in 2002 hey congratulations and the bravo yeah the Bravo crawl is a, it's a decent test. It's a decent test. Congrats on it. It's good. It's a good test. Um, it is pretty, pretty difficult for, for a normal person, I would say. For a normal person. The highest physics I, I have to take was um, electricity and magnetism, but I didn't take a military-related test um, in physics. My field of science, or my field of study was a different science. 
So one of one of my friends from boot camp just told me who ya boot day. Just texted me who ya boot day. Oh man. That just gave me like mild PTSD. I'm sorry. Boot day is a mess. I hate boot day. <sighs> ask him if he knows how to fight. Well, he says he's in martial arts and you know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just so, short answer. I mean, you mean like yes. professionally, like or yeah, because he's in martial arts, so he knows, you know, something. Um, in that Not regard. only do I know how to fight, I'm kind of addicted to it. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do anything more than talk about it. Yeah. So do you want to fight him? Is that what he's saying? Like, what, what was that question for? All right. So you say that you're looking to learn and understand more about women. Um, and you you're doing it just because you want to be able to prepare others for them but it seems like what you said earlier is really adequate preparation and that is uh focus on self um unlike the others who are calling the show focused on her um right focus inwardly um to increase value in that regard like what so what more are you looking for in your quest i'm curious well not only will helping others you know enlighten me but it also benefits me to help other people with their relationships because then on top of that maybe if something comes up in my relationship well i've already helped someone else with that exact same problem it might work with me as well okay i see where you're going with that kind of like um a non-professional relationship counselor um I get where you're going with that. Now, are would you be are you like um hitch or you only date or you would only give advice to serious minded guys or are you willing to give advice to serial daters? I I'm ready to give advice to anyone. It doesn't matter what you're looking for. Not only do I care about like relationship and helping people with their relationships, but I'm also here for, like I said earlier, like education, um, fitness, fucking financial issues. Oh my God. That's like the biggest thing for guys right now is like, you could have a great job. Are you spending all of your money in a week? It's really like, there are so many issues that a lot of people don't pay attention to that can come back into their relationship most most divorces and breakups are financially related and it's it's crazy that we don't make that connection because you can have a great job absolutely great job if you gamble all your money away you're losing it if you are making poor decisions with what you buy you're losing it all of this is important I, I get what you're saying. I think it's, um, I see I see why you're learning this. Um, I, the scenarios you gave seem to be a little simplistic, like, you know, um, not gambling if you are suffering the economic impact of gambling is kind of obvious, but I will agree that a lot of men need to practice better spending habits um, in general. And if you have, and actually we do have somebody um, whose channel I frequent, uh, one master teacher, who actually reminds me a lot of you. Um, and yeah, he talks about finance <clears throat> as well. I would um I would like to say that someone in the chat said that they are not going to take financial advice from a 19-year-old. 
financial advice does not have to be a lecture. It can be a discussion between two people to come up with an equally beneficial solution for everyone. Um, my age doesn't correlate to how I would be able to discuss something with you. We could both help each other by talking to each other about better ways to spend money and better ways to focus effort in getting money. It has, you could teach me just as much as I could teach you if you kind of get what I'm saying. Yeah. So just general conversation is what you're talking about, not where they go to you for, you know, a sit down and actual financial advice and they have their W-2s and everything, um, you know, for you. No, of course yeah. not. I don't have that. Like, I don't have the knowledge to just tell you, here's, here's what you should do. No, if you discuss it with me, then maybe I can get an understanding of what's going on. And then we can ping off of each other back and forth on how to improve. Now, is that some of the things you're going to discuss on your channel? Yeah. If you ever want me to come up, uh, let me know, uh, you know, send me, hit me in the DMs. And okay. So yeah, that's something to look forward to. I recently subscribed to your channel. Um, and you mentioned once again, that you say that you want to study women to understand how to um, best um, help others. What thus far um, at 19, because the women in your age category is a lot different and they are a lot different from the women um, from when I was 19. So what would you say is the most vexing thing you've discovered about women in your studies? The most vexing thing that I have discovered is that they have the ability to think without any logic at all and base any action purely off of emotion purely off of emotion and the issue with that right is you cannot logically comprehend 100 percent anyone's emotions right because i can never know exactly how you are feeling so if you make an action purely based off of your own emotion without any logical like reasoning behind it that makes it incredibly difficult for us to analyze and help that situation. Very true. That's what I will say is the most vexing thing. Very true. Um, I will say that um, with that being said, they haven't changed since I was 19 at all. Um, and I think that that's just like a universal thing that will always vex men. Um, outside of the improvement, what would you suggest that men do with that knowledge, knowing that, um, because especially someone like yourself um, and myself to an extent as well, um, someone who likes to analyze and like a great analytical mystery, you know, like we like the puzzle solve. Um, that being the case, um, they are unsolvable puzzles, which is um, maybe a little frustrating, uh, but though I don't really express frustration towards them for being who they are. But yeah, it's um, it's it's complex in that regard. What do you suggest men, young men, do with the information you just gave, knowing that you're dealing with somebody unpredictable and erratic? Well, it really is an advice to, to well, I shouldn't say that because you might give it. But as far as I know, I can't really give advice on how to deal with erratic. Here's here's what I will say. It is incredibly vexing because I alone cannot solve it. I need to talk to more people to see if I can learn ways to 
to help the situation. I don't have the answers by myself. That's why it's important for me to talk with people like I'm talking to you right now to get not only opinions, but advice on certain things so that not only am, am I learning, but the people in our chat are learning. Um, you may learn something as well. It is important that we all talk to each other and communicate so that way the answers that we don't have we can come up with as a group. That's what's important about us talking to each other. Okay, that makes perfect sense. I think that that's a lot of what I'm doing with this channel. And I think that it comes from the design, from you know the design that I mentioned before. You want to solve puzzles. This is a particularly complicated puzzles, but that doesn't stop the desire of trying to solve it. Um, that's, yeah, I guess in a nutshell, that's one of the main reasons why I put this page up, um, perhaps not necessarily um, solely as it pertains to modern women, but just modern relationship dynamics and where it went wrong. And you mentioned feminism and that's the obvious answers, but why did it take, why did such a ludicrous concept, you know, um, become so popular, things like that. So yeah, that's interesting. Well, I guess that's another question. Um, in your studies, why do you think, um, what do you think gravitates um what do you think the gravitation is between modern women and feminism or excuse me why do you think modern women gravitate towards feminism so i actually did talk to melanie king about this last night and okay. i think the big issue is that a lot of women from the generation before mine worked towards being independent right they put in effort like the generation before me especially the women, put in effort and became independent from men. There are a lot of women who actually did go out, get high paying jobs, get very good education, and they became independent. The generation under us, and it's, this is not the fault of the generation before mine. The generation, my generation of women and men, unfortunately have the issue with not putting in any effort to get what we want. We want it as soon as we are like, see it, we fucking Instant want gratification. Like, yeah. like exactly. We, we go home. We have every video we want to watch on YouTube, every TV show we want to watch on Netflix. It's all right there at our fingertips. So the generation before us who worked for their independence, instead of my generation's women working for independence, they just want the independence. They want to be that without actually going for it. That's the issue. They want independence, but they aren't willing to actually go forth and get independence. So instead, they say they're independent, but underlying all that surface level word that they speak to you, they are asking you to pay for their bills. They're asking you to take them into your house. They're asking you to raise the kid that they had when they were 16. They don't want to actually be independent. They want the status and the, the social notion that they are independent because the people before them actually went in and put in the effort. My generation has that problem, especially with absolutely refusing to put in effort, any kind of effort. I think my, my father once told You're me- You're talking about both men and women. Yeah, both men and women. My oh. father actually told me my generation was called the great resignation because they can't keep a job for longer than like a fucking half a year or some shit. They just 
absolutely refuse to put in effort for anything that they want, but they want it right then and there because they're so used to having everything in the palm of their hands. That's the one thing I will say is I love technology. Technology is great. It helps us with fucking everything. But we do have to understand that with all of this easy access, we can't lose the effort that we have to put in to get what we want. We have to still self-improve. We have to constantly improve ourselves, but we refuse to do that because we're so used to having everything, everything. And that's the issue. Okay. Um, you mentioned the two different types of feminism. It does seem like from what you describe as a third, it's a, it's an additional wave of feminism that's right. much different than the one like say Millie King um, experienced when in her youth. Um, right. What you're describing is very interesting because um, it does reek of, I want the benefit of both traditionalism and feminism. Meaning right. I want the financial support of a 50s housewife and I want the, you know, um, I want the independence of a modern woman. Um, they're actually, okay, how are the, how are young men reacting to that? Because uh, I'm assuming, if I had to guess, and trust me, I'm, you know, um, I don't really deal with many young people um, uh, now, but um, if I had to guess, there's probably just like a mass exited sort of like you know like oh i'm not dealing with this and there's less of a drive to be with a modern woman that's what i that's what i'm assuming uh, uh, uh that's almost on almost right on the money what it is is at this point in time we we see my my generation my like the younger generation of men we're at this point we are literally just seeing what's going on in front of us we have all of these women cheating and saying that it doesn't matter that they cheat we see that they don't care about how many bodies or that they've they've been with how many people they've slept with and that's a thing on both sides of men and women actually we actually mm -hmm. talked about that today on my channel that's um, always going to be the case. well it's that's always going to be the case yeah. for men i don't i don't i yeah. lost count years ago i lost count when i was your age so. Yeah, it's 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 an issue with both sides that we we believe that it's it's whatever to do whatever we want, which is true. Mm -hmm. We have free will, but free will comes with free consequences to your actions. Mm -hmm. So not only do we have, um, you know, a lot of women are we're seeing an influx of cheating, an influx of disrespect in men, which isn't just women's faults. A lot of men are, are, are getting used to being disrespected as well. Um, and they, they allow it to wait happen. Minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're talking young men here. You're saying that, yeah. that men yes. your age, um, and maybe even a little younger boys, um, um, they're used to by that time, by that short period of time, they're used to being, disrespected. we are used to being, I am used to being disrespected. I was until about six months ago, used to being disrespected. How my okay. girlfriend, my girlfriend would constantly, we would, we would crack jokes together but she would go a little bit further than I would. And it, it happens relatively often. It's, it's not her fault because our entire generation is, is like this. And well, I had to talk to her. We, we talked about it. Describe the disrespect. I'm curious. Um, well, you know, you um, detail your own personal every, relationship. No, of course not. No, I, th this, this part isn't actually all that, um, all that private. Um, I, I go through times where I feel down, right? Everyone has their times where they feel down. Um, 
but for certain periods sometimes she would she would make fun of the fact that i was i was being down like she was she would make fun of the fact that my mental health wasn't as pristine as it always was um you know i i i take care of myself to the point where i like to say that i have you know a decent bit of control over myself and my emotions um but every once in a while you know you do lose control of your emotions you can feel sad for extended periods of time and you know sometimes she she would have been like you know i don't think you're as in control of your emotions as you say you are stuff like that it's it's a it's a jab to your pride as as an individual and it's it happens more often to to a lot of guys than um right. than than it does to women because men are, well, are usually it's... known men are usually known right for for being in control of our emotions for not being super emotional right and a lot of the times women always tell us you know it's okay to be emotional and then when you get emotional they will actually make fun of you for it it happens all the time and you know i i did talk to her about it we we did solve the issue but it, it really does it really does um it gets to a point where you you kind of just expect it you you kind of are used to it it really does happen well you know um that's interesting i want to say that that wasn't a jab to your ego that would be a jab to most people's ego but that's a stab to your ego a person who's structured and organized and prides himself on you know being these things um you know the effect is probably double for you um and but in addition to that um i think and you know i i don't try to make this a field of my study but i think that a lot of women do that to disarm the man from reacting in a way right. that's natural um you know if you anger a person they will be angry but they say you know oh you're getting emotional so in the future right. you will be less at they're shaming you for having you know the the a general human reaction to things so yeah exactly. i see what yeah i see and, what you're saying. and that's exactly why like the younger generation of men we we see this and a lot of us you especially see it out in public today. If you notice a lot of people in the gym right now are like 14, 15, 13, 16 year olds going to the gym for several hours a day. Because at this point, we're just so used to being disrespected in our own homes, in our girlfriend's homes, the places we're supposed to be comfortable. The only place where we're actually allowed to like be comfortable and not have to deal with anything is when you're going to the gym and you're getting out that stress relief, you're getting out that, that tension that's building up all the time. And you, you do see it a lot. It's a huge influx of younger men rushing to the gym to get as big as possible, to push themselves as hard as they can, because if they don't, all they feel like is that they're being disrespected constantly, constantly disrespected. And it's, no one is no one's looking our way when we get disrespected no one's going to look our way it could happen right in front of um my parents no one's going to look your way no one's going to as, say, as a man yeah as a man no, 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 one, no, one, no, the Navy, no one told you that she should not tolerate that no 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 um i originally i got to understanding it myself because i i looked i I do like self-therapy. I, I will sit down somewhere and I will just think for a while. Um, 
But I came to that conclusion and I had to talk to my girlfriend about that um, personally. That's something that I had to do. Um, but a lot of people don't do that. So their only way of, of rectifying that is recluding themselves. They become reclusive. They, a lot of the younger men are refusing to interact with women because of the fact that not only are these girls pushing them away with saying they want to be independent. If you want to be independent, that's fine. I will respect your independence by not being with you, mm -hmm. by not being with you. If you don't want to depend on me, that's fine. I want someone to, to depend on me. I want someone to rely on me. As a, as a guy, we want, actual, we want girls to rely on us. A lot mm -hmm. of us want that, that pride of knowing that we're able to provide for our family, for our spouse. So if you feel that you're independent, that's fine. I'll stay away from you. A lot of women will get upset at them for that. So you're getting upset at us for respecting your wishes. Then on top of that, you are disrespecting us. There's, there's no reason for us to, to interact with you. So, okay, we'll stick to, and I, I don't mean we in this point. I, I don't do this a no, lot I mean, anymore. I used to, but we'll stick to our video games and we'll stick to the gym. That's what they do now because yeah, the vast majority of younger women do that. The vast majority of younger women treat them like that. And it's unfortunate. That was my predicted outcome. Um, the stuff that led to that outcome, I didn't expect. Um, I do go to the gym. I don't really see many um, teenagers there. However, I go very late. And as far as, um, and the ones I do see, it looks like they're with their dad or their coach or something, like they're high school athletes. But um, I have noticed that younger men are like, you know, more into video games and things like that, just uh, existential things. Um, and but it's I can understand why from what you've described to me. Um, I would say though, I would say though that it's not just the women at fault. You also have to think about it. Like I said, it's the men that are allowing it to happen. They're allowing it to happen. No one is telling these girls that it's disrespectful that they're doing this. No one's telling them that it's wrong so it keeps happening if you are having that issue you should be able to communicate instead of just letting something happen you can't let something happen you can't just walk away from it there has to be a clear and open communication and a lot of men aren't doing that why because once again my generation refuses to put in effort it's an effort thing they refuse to put it in so these men are choosing not to put in the effort to fix their issues and instead they choose to just walk away i wouldn't blame your generation for that um for one because they've been men for quite some time um or, or excuse me for um a little bit of time and um yeah i wouldn't really blame your generation for that I think that your generation look to my generation and don't really see the masculinity there that they sh that they um, need in order to be effective. Um, I'll put it like this. Put it like this. Your generation looks to my generation and they see a bunch of niggas on the pineapple show. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. another big issue. We yeah, see men is. rush off to to basically dance for women live in front of thousands of people. Monkey dancing, yes. Like, how does that teach young men to behave in a respectful manner, to 
wait in it line doesn't. to beg for pussy. Like it's that's it doesn't not at all. Yeah, so absolutely not. Yeah, so I wouldn't like not much is your fault at nineteen, and I know nineteen going on eighteen. That's actually correct. It is nineteen going on eighteen. I turned nineteen in three days, so yeah, I'm closer to. I'm right at that cusp. Right at that cusp. I turned nineteen in three days. Yeah. Okay, so Mister Know It All do know it all. <laughs> he just he just guessed your age. Yeah. Uh, so this is the third age that you had twenty seven, and night you just get younger and younger every time. Yeah. So, listen. If someone asks me my age, I'm just gonna say 19. Three days away from being 19, it's it's 19. You're rounding off, yeah. But no, I mean, and um, my generation was, you know, misguided by the previous generation, and I call that the stepdaddy generation, where, you know, it's like, it's men have become compromising, and that's our way to adjusting to feminism, adjusting to a market where women isn't financially dependent on them, and there are fewer women actually um, accepting traditional roles, so they become a lot more compromising. Over the years, that devolved to what you described, and what you described is is pretty freaking sad, and that's that's why I you know, have this space, you know, so I they find can it I find it very, very depressing that not only are we seeing men reclude themselves from women, they are actually, um, they're resorting to false intimacy um, through like, uh, what, I don't, how do I explain it? So essentially, like, like yesterday, Melanie and I talked about OnlyFans specifically because it's a platform where not only are the women doing it by themselves without a big corporation, but you're able to interact with them personally via chat messaging system. They are, are willing to resort to false intimacy between a girl that they don't know um, rather than simply talking to a woman. They would choose to pay to experience a false sense of security and intimacy than simply going out and pursuing it themselves and it's really sad it is really sad all right so people talking shit. all right here let me respond to the chat right quick what is overweight fat is overweight and i don't want to hear y'all say listen i know a woman who's 250 pounds and she has a six but i don't want to hear that shit. she's seven foot one i don't want to hear about your anomalies everybody knows a fat ass bitch when they see one so stop saying like, oh, what's overweight? Stop stop trying to be as fat as you possibly can before I call you fat. Stop doing that. If I if I say if I say 140 pounds is is too fat, your ass will be 139. Stop trying to play games. You know when you're a fat ass bitch. I know I want to see one. And secondly, what is it with y'all just trying to uh, um, catch the dude in a? You see this one? You see this one? Which one? So. Um, I'm fat, so like, listen, it's not a matter. Did I give a pound? Did I draw a line and say, you know, if you are above this weight, you're fat? No. If I look at you and I see that you're fat, you're fat. That's what fat means. God damn it! Stop trying to minimize. Stop. You see, this is the shit. Y'all gotta put up with this shit. You know, because men like me um, um, didn't didn't draw the line more. You know, and now it trickled down to your generation and they come with all this weird stuff. And a lot of people, 
a lot of people are seeming to complain about the fact that I don't have a degree in nuclear physics, which I kind of already went over. No, what they're um, doing is they're probing for weaknesses. They're, they're yeah. probing for stuff to say like, oh, this guy is not a nuclear physics PhD. He's not 20. They're just looking for yeah. something to be. Um, Don't. To, he is winning Christian? and you are looking to, to referee and say he's not winning. Stop it. You lose. To Christian Hutchinson, who says he cannot commission as an officer at 19, A, A, just first and foremost, that's not objectively true. You're actually lying out of your teeth on that one. You can actually become an officer at any age over 18 as long as you have a degree or went through four years of ROTC. Secondly, like I said, I am not commissioning at this time. I am studying and going to the University of Houston and going through my four years of ROTC to commission. So I think you're misinterpreting what I'm saying. Like, stop it. Fellas, just stop it. Like, for real. Just, and, and this is what, and see, this right here um, is why I even made a video about you in the first place. Because I honestly was like, hey, this is no big deal. They're not compatible. And, you know, she pineapples a hundred other guys, you know, like it, it's not supposed to be a big deal. But it's reactions like this It's like the fact that it's, it's, it's brothers that are just trying to take you down for whatever reason was just baffling to me. It's like no matter what, he's going to be OK. He's going to win. You know, this was not the last vagina in, on Earth. He moved on immediately after, which is why he called in to, you know, stop the people from shaming her. Everything is, that was my first video on this, but y'all still probing? Y'all still probing? What the hell is wrong with you? What the hell is wrong with you? If I ask you your dress size or your weight, I bet you I'm going to get three different answers. Oh, no, I'm a size 10. I mean, 12, you know, I mean, four. What the hell? At this point, I'm just how being. Long your hair? How long is your hair? And then I'll ask, and then I'll get a different answer depending on the wig you got on that day. Don't stop bothering people. Stop messing. This dude is 19 <laughs> and, and he has a well planned future. Stop messing with people. The hell? I like Shida. I like Shida. Shida's funny. But yeah, please it is stop funny, bullying bro. me. I swear to God, I'm 19, bro. Please. Like three days away, I'm basically 19. Please. Like, it's not yeah. that serious. So yeah, uh, dang, I forgot what were we talking I'm about. Before? Oh, the, like modern feminism and how how um, it's affecting young men. And so uh, I I kind of predicted that they would recluse, and I kind of noticed it with younger family members of mine that uh, some of them have girlfriends and some don't, but most of them uh, kind of live like this vape, um, and not not uh, just the members of my family, but in fact, not every member that's in that age group of my family are behaving this way. But they're kind of just like finding comfort in other things. I don't know about the OnlyFans right. portion, but I, I see like vaping um, and video games yeah. and stuff. And that's always been a thing even when I was 19, but um, it wasn't a substitute for men, woman interaction. I will say that. And I, I now know that that is going to become an extreme problem. I did a video on Hatasha More where um in japan that's a it's so prevalent that they have a name for it um and for exactly what you just described so right and these people were i guess diagnosed as clinically depressed it was it was kind of sad it was a sad video but 
Um, yeah, and it's it's troublesome that this generation is going through that. I can't really see many healthy families uh, coming from that type of culture. Um, now, I do partly blame you. I know you say you're too young to blame, but I do partly blame you. I think that the attraction that you mentioned with Melody King, outside of the obvious physical, um, to this hyper-successful, hyper-driven, hyper-independent woman, um, though it's benign initially, it does lead to what you're experiencing now. I, I wouldn't say that I'm attracted to a woman who is independent. I would say, like I said with Melanie King, that my attraction to her stands from her exudation. Like, she exudes a professional energy, and I like professionalism in my women. Mm -hmm. That is what I am attracted to. It's not necessarily the independence. It's not even necessarily the age. Um, the age just isn't a deterrent for me. What I'm attracted to is more of the fact that she is professional. Yeah, here's the thing. Um, I, I understand that. What I'm saying is that, and we've talked about this and how logic don't really apply to them. Now, you, you haven't experienced this yet because um, the girls your age or the women your age um, still have a metabolism. But there are a lot of 250 pound women walking around saying, you know, oh, yes, I am so professional. How come you don't want me? So yeah. that's an example of taking with someone like you say. And like, oh, yeah, they like them professional. So, you know, you'll see Lizzo with a business suit, with a Michelle Obama suit, wondering what's yeah. wrong. Wondering I, uh, how can't land this nuclear physicist. Yeah. Like, so it's I, definitely, like, that's it's how definitely they, that's different. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's not about what people say. It's about how they portray themselves. You can say whatever you want. It's not going to change anyone's opinion on you putting on a suit doesn't make you professional putting on glasses doesn't make you smart it's not about necessarily what you even say you have to add everything together and that's what you portray yourself as a lot of people want to change one part about themselves and say that that makes them a completely different person you cannot become a completely different person by only changing part of yourself. You have to improve yourself to a point where you are unrecognizable from where you were prior to become a different person. Agreed. Agreed. Um, once again, that gets misinterpreted because of the emotional factor and just the different ways that they think. Um, but, you know, I definitely agree with that statement. I knew what you meant when you said that, you know, that um, that added to a combination of other things is, um, you know, what, you know, what helps with your interest in her. And I'm not saying you have a romantic interest towards her, but it helps with a rating of 9.5, which is extremely high in my book. Um, I'm not saying high for her. I'm saying um, that's just extremely high for any woman. Um, and let's see. So. Yeah, apparently she agrees with you. Somebody said something that I wanted to. Um, somebody said, Melody King is, is your sugar mama. Let's see. I wish. God damn. I wish I was getting even a fraction of the money they were making off of these videos. Jesus Christ. Well, go on the pineapple show again. Maybe maybe it'll happen one day. Maybe your channel will yeah. grow. Like, like, well, I mean, the well, more the you channel's study. Gonna grow. 
Well, I mean, because most of the relationship talks uh, in these spaces tend to take place with somebody 30 plus. So right. I can see your channel going very far in that regard, um, being 19 because or being 18 and uh, 362 days. Um, I could see your channel going very far in that regard because, you know, uh, you can give a younger perspective on that. And plus, you have a very cerebral perspective. So um, I could see that happening, um, you know. Um, reasonably quick and you know I can, I can do what I can to help facilitate that um, but yeah maybe a sugar mama or two you know um, <laughs> could help with that endeavor as well who knows who knows boy I wish yeah um, says so high value men don't desire BBWs actually I would say that a lot of bigger women still have options still have options so they it's, have you as an option yeah they have um i would say that even some high value men even if it's a guilty pleasure for them would still go for bigger women no i'm saying do they have you as an option? do you go for bigger women huh hmm? do you go for bigger women um i've been with i've been with one before what's your okay um tell me her body type in comparison to somebody famous you want me to wait say that again you say that you were with a bigger woman right i was bigger could mean like kim kardashian bigger or like what would you whose body type would you say she she most resembles that's um that's it's difficult to subscribe or, or to to describe i would say she had more of a pear shape um she probably weighed about 20 or 30 pounds more than the average woman at that age. At the time, we were 16, 16, 16 or 15. So let's say she probably weighed about 170 pounds. She was like five, seven, five, six. Okay, so you do like BBWs. Are you open to dating them? I'm, yeah, I'm, I don't really have like, um, now I would say that I have my types, but I mean, I'm just as attracted to an athletic type as I am to like a really, like, um, like a more compact type. I'm also really into, um, like a thicker girl. Um, well, I don't have like a primary that. type. No, well, yeah, there's, yes, you do. But there's thick and then there's fat. Um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, there's obviously a point to where I believe that it could be unhealthy, and when when it gets to a point where I believe that it could be a like a danger to their health is when I'm I like stop going. I I would stop thinking of them as attractive. Um, and you can you can kind of tell when it gets to that point where it's um like it's dangerous for you to be at that weight. Okay. Okay. I'm actually trying to picture five, uh, seven, one seventy, but once again, it fluctuates so much, but so you're not in the big girls, you're in the thick girls, um, right before the cusp of being big. And I understand that. I oh, understand. Um, okay. Stop. I think saying, I'm right. okay with, I think I'm okay with being big. Fat. It's just, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that level. I think it's when it gets to a point where they would consider you like morbidly obese is when I'm like, oh yeah, that's um that's a little 
it's a little it's a little much okay i'm gonna be honest i suspect that that is part of the disrespect that you were talking about earlier i think that being fat for a woman is disrespectful really to a man particularly like you yes um because basically it shows a lack of all the characteristics that you possess yourself um meaning that you you work out you know you're diligent in martial arts and things like that and you know um you possess a physique that represents that or that reflects that rather um for her to come with less than that um is disrespectful at best and also um it really shows to the instant gratification that um, you were talking about um being fat is a sign of instant gratification um as it oh, relates sure. to nutrition as it relates to nutrition so um absolutely yeah yeah so to possess these red flags and to still assume that she's on equal footing to you or oh, as you is uh disrespectful yeah that's that's that is a microaggression well it's not micro because they're big so they're macro but that is a microaggression it's like you know um i'm big you're in shape but because i have a vagina and you only have a penis we're equal and we should be together i i think that that's part of the disrespect pattern that you're referring to yeah yeah um i i actually do believe that it's i wouldn't say that it's disrespectful for them to be big i would say that it's disrespectful for them to improve themselves in order to to date you like if, for example if you're in a relationship with a with a girl and say at that time you were 20 years old and at that time she gets um comfortable right everyone gets comfortable in a relationship eventually and she starts letting herself go if at some point you you sit down with her and you talk to her and you're like i really don't like the fact that you're neglecting taking care of yourself and then at that point she decides to say well i don't see why you can't like me as i am at that point, because of the fact that she is refusing to improve herself to stay with you, I believe that is disrespectful because women will always want you to keep a certain standard. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the times they will say that they don't want to keep that same standard. So they're saying that to you prior to actually getting with you. Um, and you are, cause basically you're setting a precedent for your own standard when you, when you get right. with that, you're saying right. that this, this is acceptable. Exactly. Um, and yeah, exactly. So I, the presentation of it just seems to me as if it's, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah. It's a microaggression. It's, it's like, you know, um, this is what I plan to be when we're together. I don't value you enough to actually change for you. You see, because you are working towards um, the thing that you want, um, and that is to become a naval officer. You are working right. towards that. You're not saying take me as I am. You know, no, you're saying um, you're saying that okay, um, I have the potential. I am going to um, improve because I feel that the United States Navy is worth the more improved version of me. Um, a fat chick is not saying that to you. Uh, she's saying that, you know, this is not my best, but this is what you deserve. That is the disrespect. I, I think that's very similar to, and, you know, once again, you mentioned that, you know, your generation is not really used to it. 
so they don't know that it exists but yeah um fat women are very disrespectful by virtue of being fat so yeah no that's true what shida just said is true men that are extremely overweight also need to work on themselves i i advocate for the self-improvement of everyone no okay here's the thing it's um that's not the disrespect if a bbw get with a b um m you know a big man because men are right. beautiful but like if they that's not disrespect it's disrespect no, that's not what i'm saying it's, it's that's not what i'm saying no I'm, I'm responding to the chat room it's disrespect when they get at her at him it's disrespect to the efforts that he um put to improve himself that they do not put into improving themselves but they um see themselves as equal that's disrespectful right what i'm saying is more along the lines of not only do i believe that people that are extremely or women that are you know morbidly obese need to lose that weight not i believe that men do as well men should also attempt to lose weight they should attempt to improve themselves at all times you should be attempting to improve yourself there is no reason for you to stop improving yourself at any point i agree i agree Okay, um, you touched on something else that I want to go into, and that is um, the OnlyFans phenomenon. So, um, are you saying that the that the young men are connecting with these women on a pseudo relationship level, kind of like they know it's not real, but they appreciate the um, illusion? That is exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying that they are willing to settle for a false reality in which they can request that that girl makes a a video of them inviting them into their house or coming home and cooking dinner for them or going and talking to them about their day. They can request these false realities to settle with instead of actually going out and pursuing a real woman because they're tired. They're, They're done with what's going on. They don't wanna do it anymore. They've, they've been through it already, especially in high school. You're always going through seeing what the modern woman is because the teenagers in high school are looking to the hot 22-year-old girls t- for, for what they should be. Oh, I want to be like that attractive girl online. She's living the independent life. She's going to Miami every other week. They want to be that. So these guys, they see that and they're, they're tired of it. They don't want a, a girl that disrespects them they don't want a girl that pushes them away. And then when they walk away from being pushed away, they get upset with the man for walking away after they push them away. They don't want to deal with that. So they would actually end up rather going to these sites like OnlyFans where they can experience something that makes them feel even like a, a guilty pleasure. It's really is unfortunate. It's very sad. It's very depressing. Oh, okay. Um, wow. Um, so basically, the guys are so tired of being pineappled that they go and get a virtual, you know, um, virtual fruit or whatever you want to call it. That's. Um, I know OnlyFans exist. I did not know that it was um, a sort of relationship substitute, which is what you're describing. Um, I viewed OnlyFans as like live interactive porn. 
Um, I've never been to um, OnlyFans, but I do watch porn. Um, I assume that it was the like live interactive version of that. And um, now that you tell me that it's something um, different, and it's trust me, an I don't judge. It's an intimacy thing. Yeah, exactly. It really and I, I don't. I don't really like to pretend. I don't like to seem as if I'm judging how people get off. But here's what I worry about this. I'm not a therapist, but here's where I worry that this could lead to for um, men and boys is um, it. it so you come across a woman who probably is not affected by you know uh, the modern world modern feminism whatever you want to call it and because you I, I'm, I'm worried that these men might actually genuinely see themselves as taken because of these type of relationships. I do worry about that. That's what I was trying to articulate. There there are definitely a select few that will develop some sort of neurotic connection to these girls over OnlyFans. There's definitely that case. There are guys that develop a neurotic connection with idols or pop stars, and they believe that that's the, the woman for them, and that's the only woman they'll ever even attempt to be with, they'll ever fantasize over, they'll ever idolize. That is an actual thing that does happen. Well, now, no, it's, it happens even more. It happens even more with OnlyFans because of the fact that they're actually able to talk to these women. It, yeah, it does I'm happen really even about, more. Not really talking about the um, extremists, like the guys who, you know, are outside of Rihanna's window or something like that. I'm, I'm not really talking about those. I'm talking about more like a, a typical person who has a pretty decent, you know, six available to him. That's your average. He has a he has a decent six available to him, but you know, he's so enamored by this nine that she pales in comparison and that, you know, he's he's like she looks less than a six because he's he's um you know he's so connected and so vested into this nine. You see where I'm going with that? I do worry about that. I believe that that could be an issue. It could, it could be an issue that the average person could end up, end up feeling like this. Um, it's, it's important to note that a lot of the time, these women on OnlyFans are acting. That's their job is to act as though they really are in a relationship with these guys over the screen. A lot of the times they, they do position themselves to be a virtual girlfriend. And so these guys, these normal guys could actually end up feeling that kind of way. They, they could. And even with a girl right there in front of them that they could, you know, be in a relationship with. There's a good chance that there's a good chance that it's they'll they'll turn them down. There's a there's a very good chance of that. Somebody said it's like the strip club. Um, yeah, I only been um, to the strip club maybe like five times in my entire life. I've um, been probably four times. Okay, that's a little. It's a little bit more compact because I'm younger. But yeah, yeah. I would say that I've been there. Uh, it is. It is well, actually, Master Viper. That is a great because you've only been eighteen for you know. Yeah. So long. Yeah. Uh, Viper, that is actually a very good, very good analogy. A lot of the girls in the strip club will actually try and be um, more sensual than they will be sexual. 
they will actually try and talk to you like they care because they'll make more money that way. It's true. Holy crap. So, th so they've been doing that this whole time? Yeah. No, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. So wait, so they actually come up, ask you for your name and pretend to be your, but I mean, they'll, it seems like it seems they'll like, ask you to, well, they won't, they won't pretend to be with like you, um, like that automatically. Once you get a dance with them, once you go to the back room, they will start treating you like you are like theirs. They'll, they'll try and treat oh. you like, you know, they're the only person that you'll need. They will treat you like that. And that's why so many guys who go to the strip club end up coming back every week, every week. And it's detrimental to their economic state. Absolutely detrimental to their economic state. Holy crap. Okay. It is easy. It is easy to lose four grand in a night at a strip club. The first time I ever went to a strip club, I was going to vacation uh, in Minnesota to meet up with some friends that lived in Minnesota. We went to a strip club. It was uh, me and a bisexual girl. We both went to a strip club. Mm -hmm. And I think together we spent four and a half thousand dollars in one night because we had one. We had one stripper. Wait, 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 wait. Who that, spent the most? Who spent the most? Um, <laughs> That's a good fucking question. I think I spent probably 1900 1900 okay. probably. So she might have spent a little bit more than me. Gotcha. Um. We spent so much money because this one stripper talked to us about our lives. Like they had our, a conversation about our lives. And the whole time we were just giving her money. We were just giving her money because she was dancing. She was, she was giving us lap dances. She was drinking with us. And she was, uh, for legal reasons, that's a joke. And um, we were fucking like just talking to her the whole time. We had an actual conversation with her. They treat you like you're supposed to be treated like a girl and you you fall for it and i had just turned 18 the day prior the reason i went to uh minnesota for vacation was because i had turned 18. so we went out and we did a bunch of adult shit. seriously at that time you're not i wasn't used to it i wasn't used to like that no, form i get of, it i get it i, I wasn't used to the first time so maybe that yeah. gave me an advantage also, it was an $4,000. I'm at that age, but wow. Um, I didn't know. And maybe they, maybe, maybe they're adapting to a changing market, but I didn't. Oh, and strip clubs are bigger in Texas. I no. Yeah. But I didn't, I've only went to, to one strip club in Texas though. Okay. Um, wow. Uh, so I only been to the back room once and she didn't counsel me. I, okay. So here's my story. This chick, who I wasn't particularly attracted to, but she said that normally in the back room, you can't touch the girls. Uh, depends but, on where you go. Depends on where you go, well, man. This is in California. Um, and, but she said, and I'll never forget this. She said, but you can touch me for an extra $20. And so the people, Jesus, she's cheap. Yeah, Holy she fuck. is. She is. She wasn't that hot. Well, I don't know how much they generally cost, but she didn't counsel me or anything like that either. But, but she said that she, um, she said that to avoid the, um, to avoid like security or management getting a hold of that twenty dollars, she's gonna right. shove it up her ass, and that is Whoa. why I went to the back. I wanted to see her shove a twenty dollar bill up her ass. <laughs> I can't wow, that's I interesting. 
I was so curious. Exactly. But that was the only time I've been to the back. Um, yeah, the champagne room has different rules. In a lot of okay. places, the champagne room is where shit goes down. Shit goes well, down in where, champagne. That's room. where shit literally went down because she shoved the twenty dollar bill up her ass. And um, yeah. I actually wanted to see if it was other twenty dollars up there. I wanted to see how much money she had. Ooh, changer. How Ooh, much money changer. Was she smuggling out the strip club in her ass? It's, I got Ooh, changer. It, it you're playing. You're money. playing the risky game called uh, "How much money can I spend in one night at the strip club?" Okay, man, that is a well, risky game. It's a risky I mean, game. Hey, it would be amazing if she had four thousand dollars shoved up her ass. That would be like a sight to see. I'm gonna be honest. Like, <laughs> yeah. So it says, "Why weren't you attracted to her?" So, um, okay. So, and like I said, only been a few times. You have regular uh, strippers who are the ones who have mastered the poles. Um, the ones oh, man. Who, yeah. So. Um, Do you know how they, strong they are? Yeah. No, that's, that, that is impressive. I am impressed their by that. Back I'm muscles, their back yeah. muscles are so. Guys, I'm sorry. I like athletic girls. Their back muscles are so fucking fine. Oh, my God. Their back muscles are so toned. God, it's yeah. crazy, dude. It's crazy. No, yeah. Yeah. Um, so she wasn't one of those, uh, which is what made her far less attractive. She wasn't one of those. Um, and not only that, she didn't have any dance ability whatsoever, um, nor was her lingerie. Her lingerie was not lingerie. It was just underwear. That um, why is she there? Um, well, I'll she's there to shove twenty dollar bills up her ass by people like myself that that think that that just is curious. It's kind of, like she was there like as a freak show type deal. Like, god like, damn, she's so, she's the clown. Fuck. I guess so. She's the clown. Like she, you know, she nice. she walks around in her underwear with no lingerie, and yeah she uh she just stood there and went and talked to the guys and said i'll shove 20 dollars up my ass and let you touch my tits that's that was her and I, I really wanted to see somebody shove 20 dollars up their ass i hope she's cleaning out her ass if she's shoving 20 dollars well, she's cleaning the 20 dollars off what do you i don't care i'm not gonna touch her ass ever but i'm hoping that she cleans the 20 dollars off before she spends it that's the whole i mean ordeal was just she, she cleans it if she cleans it out first she doesn't have to she doesn't have to clean off the, the $20. There's now she has to clean residue. off every $20. There's always ass residue. Come on now. There's there's always some ass uh, plasma or something going you on back here. Clean no it up for, it's an for ass, a long time. Okay? No matter how clean much it up. you clean an ass, it's still an ass. No. And everything that touches it is is off limits. <laughs> Yo, you know? That's fucking hilarious. Oh, my yeah. God. So that was the only time that I did it. I did not know that they was back there counseling. Um now the hot that same night the because there's always like a headliner there's always like a chick who's um you know just like top pole chick just top body just top everything there's always a top girl and that same night um a japanese or korean guy would not let her go he was back there all night with her he was just yeah dropping no you bread, can dropping bread. i i did the math and in minnesota the strip club i went to mm -hmm. If you were to stay the entire night in the back room on the bed, because they had beds in Minnesota, if you stay the, the entire night minute, on the wait bed. Minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Stop right there. Wait a minute. Uh, wait I, I got to get a visual. Okay. It you lay down. Been. Okay. So there's a bed. There's a bed. 
you laid down on the bed and then you could have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight girls all just like surround you. And like, they would sit on you. They would mess with your body. They put your tits in, they put what their tits in your bed? face. You're asking your face. I'm sorry. What size bed? I'd say it's about a, either a full or a queen. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm listening. And they would, you know, they'd put all kinds of stuff in your face that, you know, I'd, I've said too much. I'm afraid of getting, um, I'm afraid of getting your video demonetized. So I, I won't say too much, I'm but, um, don't worry about it. Okay. So Feel free um, to yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> you heard that. Um, there's, um, all kinds of stuff that they do. And we were just, I, I calculated it. If you were to stay on the bed the entire night with one girl, it was six grand for the entire night with that one girl. And if you had two, it'd be 12 and so on and so forth. Oh, and you could touch them. And so they're dry humping you on the bed. They're doing whatever on the bed. Um, if, you get a, if, you, if you get what? Uh, uh, if you get the right girl, they will do whatever. Get the right girl. Do whatever. Ah. You have to. That's the scary part about strip clubs. There might be a girl who is getting drunk and will do whatever to you. You don't know if she has something. You know, she. you don't know if she's burned. You have to be careful, not only with your money, but with your property. Don't get burned at the strip club. That's the most dumb thing you could do is get burned at the strip club. Don't get burned at the strip club. I've been burned before, but not at the strip club. But um, Do not bring a condom to the strip club. You will look weird as fuck if you bring a condom to the strip club. Well, you get burned with a condom on. I like, yeah, you can. I like, I like oral raw. I won't, I won't accept oral without, um, um, I don't accept oral with a condom. Um, if I get burned, I get burned. I actually keep penicillin with me because, um, like I make my dentist give me extra, but yeah, sometimes it happens. But anyway, um, the whole, the whole, um, it's on a bed thing. Now we have a club in San Francisco, but it's not a strip club. It's a sex club. You bring your girlfriend there and you get to fuck and you get to, you get to watch others fuck too, which I do like to do. I do like to watch and be watched. Um, however, those are under the entire place is under a black light. Please tell me that they had a black light in the room that you described. Um, yeah, I would say okay. there's a black light. So it's a black light and you see, because the black light tells you if there's any nasty business going on on the sheets or, you know, stuff like that. So it's okay in that regard. Um, I would, okay, let me rephrase what I said. There is a light that gives out light that looks like a black light, but it does not alert you to any bacteria. It is like aesthetically a black light, but it does not do the function of a black light. Okay. Dude, that's yeah. just nasty. That's just, just well, you just, that's, that's just nasty. You gotta be careful. Well, you gotta be careful at the strip club. Don't lose your money. Don't potentially lose your male genitalian organ. Um, okay. So in the Dominican Republic, okay. I, um, Ooh, the I, Dominican Republic. yeah, I've been to the Dominican Republic. Um, and I filmed it here on my show. Right. 
and went to the red light district. Should be the black light oh. district. And well, why you say that? I've only been to one. I've only been to one red light district in my life. It was when I was seven years old. My parents were walking down Orlando at night. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and boy! Some of those, back there. There's some. There, nope. They wanted to show my sisters. What the uh, hell? Places they wanted to show my sisters places to avoid. The only issue was I was seven years old, so they had to take me along. They couldn't leave me in a hotel room by myself. So, guess who had to walk down the a red light district when they were seven? I cried. I cried. I was like, "Why the fuck is everyone naked?" I cried. Wait a minute. Wait oh a minute. Oh my god. Wait. A minute. How did? How old was your sisters when this happened? They were fifteen and sixteen. They were telling them not to go to places that they don't need to be at. Okay. I actually yeah. like your dad for thinking up shit like that. I, I do. I'm not going to lie. You know, that's, that's interesting because they didn't wind up in that place because you mentioned that your sister is married. So, you know, that's, that's definitely a plus. Um, yeah. But in the Dominican Republic, um, I interviewed two hoes, right? And they actually wouldn't leave. They actually wouldn't leave. They came to me. Uh, they seen I was there with the laptop talking. Uh, they didn't speak English, they just spoke Spanish. And I bought them some, I gave them some money and told them that they could go get some um, ice cream. And then I was like, okay, they gone. Then they came back with French fries. And that video is still up. They came back with French fries and offered to share it with me. And I asked them, it was two. I got that picture. I said, how much? And you want to know what they said? What? $40. $40? Yeah, so I don't think they were talking about the French fries, real shit. No, no, I was asking how much for sex, right? Um, now uh, I don't speak Spanish, but um, I know what two thousand pesos is. But um, but an interpreter, a, a person on here, Marco, who does speak Spanish, he said that that was for both. That was for, for both. both of them. Um, if trust me, that's that's his translation. So it's either 40 for two or 80 for two. Oh, okay. That's wild. Either way, that's really cheap. Like incredibly cheap. And Um, they weren't ugly or anything like that. You know, they weren't the hottest ones that I've seen on that particular strip, but they weren't ugly or anything. Um, And yeah, so that's cheaper than six G's. I didn't know that it was like that much of a difference in cost. It's actually more right. so in America. It costs more in dollars than it does in pesos. That is wow. Yeah. Somebody says money goes a long way down there. Yeah, apparently so. You know. Yeah, I, United States money goes way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I was just saying that's interesting. But um, wow, I didn't know that Minnesota had bids and um, everything. You know, with that. Um, I don't know. I don't know which which states or if it's only that place that has beds i just know that they have beds they have rooms and then they have beds okay okay no that's um that's pretty cool so that would be like one of the um what happened with you and the bisexual girls what i'm saying i'm sorry so you go into a strip club with a bisexual girl correct uh you spend you spend four thousand dollars collectively to get hot and bothered and then y'all walk out, and then y'all walk out together yeah what 
how did the two of you or did the two of you uh, relinquish all of that built up energy? Curious. Um, it was me, a bisexual woman who is my friend mm -hmm. and a, another one of our friends that were staying at a hotel together because we were driving around and shit. Um, we didn't really do anything. Because once again, I was, I've been in a relationship for the past two years. So oh, this we is within the last two years. Well, it had to be. Well, I was, I was, yeah, because, yeah. Yeah, okay, never mind. Okay, no, I mean, you, you could continue to tell a story, but I'm just saying, never mind, because I uh, Nothing, yeah, nothing happened. Yeah, yeah, I, I was you. just going to say nothing happened. Okay. Okay, so you never actually experienced a bed or anything, uh, given the circumstances, because you've been in a relationship your entire adult life. Pretty much. Okay. Hmm. All right. That's, uh, that's interesting. So, um, and at that strip club, what did you learn? Cause you say you're a student of woman nature. What did you learn about that? Oh, oh what did that. I learn? I learned, do not talk to the strippers about your life because you'll end up thinking they're like interested in talking to you and then you will end up spending a lot of money. So did they, <laughs> so this is interesting. Do you think the pineapple girl would make mm. a good stripper? <laughs> uh, good question. I'm not answering that. I really don't want any issues. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, and it's not that I'm trying to picture her naked. I wonder if placed in a situation where she had to garner the attention of men and she had to sustain the conversation, which is the reverse of being in the pineapple. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. Unless they were already interested in her. I don't think so. Well, no, I mean, but you say that this girl got you with conversation. So this would be reverse. She would actually be going up to the guys when, you know, the competition is not in her favor because there are other strippers there and she would be the right. one hoping to not get pineapple. I wonder how she would fare in that environment and this isn't hate towards her i'm just curious because i don't know like would she just go up and be like oh you like paintball we need to go paintballing and then just take a hundred dollars like i, I wonder how i don't think a guy i don't think a guy's gonna ask you if you want to go paintballing on a dating show ever that's not a i don't even think that's going to be brought up i think realistically on a dating show um if it's like a reverse pineapple it is definitely going to be more along the lines of like what's your height how much do you weigh where do you see yourself are you more submissive or dominant questions like that they won't even get to where you're going to like uh, what do you like to do for fun unless you answer those questions and here's the here's the kicker a lot of those girls don't like to answer those questions they don't so they those won't even make it. Like, they're not I've never seen like the pineapple shows where they had the guys on it, but those seems like pretty they don't. straightforward questions. They don't have them. I don't think that they like to be interviewed at all because they, they're used to being in a sexually dominant position. Exactly. Um, they will they will not I guarantee you, maybe one percent of the men that show up, um, like if you were to make a reverse pineapple show, the chances of a woman Entering that chat to call in for that male are astronomically low, incredibly low. And if they get on, I guarantee you, ask them about their height, ask them about their weight. 
ask them if they're going to be submissive or dominant. I guarantee you either they will quit or they will answer in a way that you don't like and you'll end up pineappling them. Guarantee they're not going to make it to what do you like to do for fun? Well, I definitely think that that's true for most men. I don't think that that's true in your case um, simply because um, it's understood that, uh, yeah, Kevin Samuels, no, I get it. It's understood that um, there's competition revolved just around your brand right now. And, you know, I'm I'm talking for the general guy. Yeah. Oh, no, but a general guy, even if he is handsome, you're right. It's not going to really fly. He needs some type of clout notoriety fame you know whatever you want to call it he needs he needs something else to assure that other women want him and that they're competing for him because they're not really competing for the guy they're competing for the bragging rights of beating other women um right and once that's established then you can go for that you're familiar with kevin samuels i'm assuming the the main issue why i think women will not go on a reverse pineapple show is because women aren't willing to be humiliated like that they're not yeah yeah melly did a pineapple show for men and no one showed up they're not willing to be humiliated they're not willing to go live and be the subject of criticism they don't do that right the pattern of disrespect and things like that you know the 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 social conditionings that made young men and older men like that don't exist for women i agree you know once again this comes from being used to being in a sexually dominant position um, and not a dominant position during sex, but a, sex, a sexually more sought after position. You know, so someone... if you want to call it. Let me uh, let me read this right quick. It says, salute GC, yeah. uh, salute NS. Uh, was, was this crisis? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, asked a, he asked a question. I, I answered it earlier. He asked me if I'm going to continue making content. I am. Okay, perfect. He also asked me if I like big booty strippers or small booty strippers. Um it really depends. It really depends on like the whole package. I won't pick a stripper based on just the size of their ass. I literally won't. Like if I find that their face like really unattractive, I'm going to be like, Ugh. I don't want your face in my face. Like I don't, I don't. And then if they, if their breath smells bad, oh my fucking God, get that away from to me. You? Get away from me. Um, has it happened where like they come up and they smell like, like dog breath? Yeah. Yeah. It's happened. Oh, all right. I have uh, women just, that have come up to me and had really bad breath. Mm. Pet peeve, yeah. bad breath. Don't have it. That's not an individual thing. Everybody dislikes bad breath, you know? Um, yeah. All right. It says, um, you're like, oh, he already asked that. Okay. Let me, um, he already answered that rather. And let me do it again. It says, um, Melly did make a pineapple show. Nobody should. Oh, it's good. So dang, you already covered everything. So yeah. Yeah. Um, it is. And I think that that dynamic um, for so long is why this new tolerance of disrespect exists in your generation. And, you know, and um, it didn't begin with your generation. Definitely there. You know, um, I've seen it in my generation and you know, it definitely exists. This whole market share superiority um, complex um, is a real thing. And yeah. it's definitely getting worse um, before it gets better. It's actually, um, it may even be certain advantages to this um, OnlyFans frame of mind because you're not solely dependent on them for that type of attention. You know, um, as long as you can remain, if you can maintain a healthy psyche uh, with it, then I 
you know, maybe perfect. Oh, but there's the financial aspect of it. How much is OnlyFans? Um, OnlyFans is dependent on the the female. The female can choose what price they want the OnlyFans to be. Gotcha. So they could charge you one hundred and fifty dollars a month. Or they could. Okay, so that's like cable, and it's less than six thousand dollars a night. So. Oh, for sure. But yeah. the difference is that six thousand dollars a night is you're spending the entire night with that person in person, all over you. The all over you part is what's different. Cause I, I'm assuming that the people on OnlyFans they spend. Wait a minute! Um, wait! 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 Is it multiple people? Yeah. In the room? Okay. Because I'm like, that means that she would only have like one. So you're okay. So yeah, they can't talk. The the OnlyFans model cannot talk to all the men at the same time. So how does she know what to do? She has to go one by one through her DMs and talk to them. It's it really fucking like takes a lot of effort to be successful on OnlyFans. It does. You have to talk to like if, if you're a successful OnlyFans model and you have like a creed where you talk to all of your like people that talk to you, got to go in and talk to every single one. So no, you don't get to actually spend the entire night with that OnlyFans girl. There are other people talking to her as well. Okay. So scenario, right quick. Say I want her to make me a sandwich. I want the OnlyFans girl to make me a sandwich. And so does another guy. He wants her to make him a sandwich too. Like, And I say... Cheese. Like to eat or to, to watch? Cheese. What does she do? Huh? Like to to eat or to watch her make a sandwich? To watch her make a sandwich. Just saying that that's my OnlyFans fantasy because you mentioned okay. that they that they pretend to be girlfriends and shit. So okay. I say extra mayo, and another guy says no mayo. What does she do? Make two different sandwiches. Holy shit! Okay. Yep. Make two different sandwiches. That's okay. Exactly what happens. I get you. It's not for me, but I understand now why it exists. I, I used to question like the whole business model of it, but it's successful. And now I understand why it exists. Okay. So yeah, I I think that having the other sandwich there would just take away from the fantasy, but you know, I, I get it. So private videos, I guess that's their equivalent to like a champagne room or something like that. Yeah. Oh, uh, pretty much. Yeah. You pay them if you want to. If you want her to make you a sandwich, pay her and she'll make you a sandwich. Okay, I that is exactly it. how that works. And do you think? Do you see things? I'm about to close down in a minute, but do you uh, see things getting better? Do I see things getting better? It takes time and effort from everybody. We all have to come together and talk about this stuff. It's the only way things are going to get better is if we actually address issues. Issues don't get better that you don't address. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. And you feel that the root cause of this issue is um, feminism combined with a heightened, um, and lack a heightened of effort. sense of self-worth. And entitlement with a lack of effort. Okay, fair enough. So, um, yeah, thanks for that, especially um, expressing the um, new social conditionings of this new wave of uh, feminism, where benefits from pre and post feminism exists and is desired and in a very real sense required. So, you know, thanks for that. Um, and yeah, do you have any final words? Oh, no. Um, subscribe to Game Changers channel, subscribe to my channel. That's about it, man. Okay, thanks a lot. All right, well, with that, I'd like to thank the Cash Apps and Super Chats, managers and moderators, those who listen silently, those participating in the chat.
Make sure you hit that like button on your way out. This is Game Changer 00100. Game over. Peace. Oh, stay, stay in the back. I'll give you um, her Instagram.